Welcome to the SWP. Today, Jimmy and I get into the Evander Kane story and the accusations from his estranged wife that he bet on his own games. We also talk about the Olympic news of Andre de Grasse and Penny Alexiak and much more today here on the SWP brought to you by All Insurance Ontario and Jim K. Ford. Do you find shopping around for insurance a time-consuming hassle? I'm Josh from All Insurance Ontario. Send me a text and let me take it from there. You'll be surprised at how easy it can be. 613-860-6008. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Jim K. Ford is a full-service commercial and fleet dealership. They supply companies in the Ottawa area with work trucks of all shapes, sizes, and functionalities, from small delivery vans to large F-650s and 750s. Jim K. Ford works with multiple body outfitters, so whether you're in towing, landscaping, or online deliveries, they'll build the right truck and body for your needs. Jim K.'s commercial and fleet team can help you find what you're looking for and get you back on the road. Jim K. Ford, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. The SWP, Ottawa Sports Talk, every weekday. Hey, welcome to the SWP. It's a brand new podcast week here on Colonel By Day. At least it is in the Ottawa area where I am. It's it's Heritage Day where you are, Jimmy. And frankly, no one gives a crap what it's called or why we have the day off. We're just taking it and we're loving it. Uh, James, how are things? Uh, excuse me, Stevie. Uh, things are good. Uh, back at home. You yep. had a wonderful 10 days down east, including visiting you. Seen that curve crazy, you should, you should, uh, that thing's like a magazine <laughs> story. That house of yours, that was great. Thank you. Buddies fishing, same, same stories, Stevie, year after year. Even though you joke about it, right, with people and you go, yeah, we get together every year, me and my buddies, you know, we tell the same old shit every year. You know, you're, you're kind of saying that like, we really don't, but you know, you're supposed to just say that, right? You get together and we tell the same shit every year. And, uh, but we get together, Steve, and we tell the same shit every year. <laughs> There's supposed to be one or two of those types of stories that have been said a, ha- a thousand times, but yeah, uh, yeah it, uh, it ends up being mostly that all night. Or, or the, or, but we're getting older, right? So, so guys just forget. Right. Okay. So it's not bad to tell the story again because, because it's like I, I popped by to see JR the other day, right? And we were sitting out in front. And uh, immediately talking about the old days. And I was bringing up stuff that you and I brought up, you know, for the great memories from that show. And uh, JR is getting old now. Okay. He's getting old because I know, uh, you know, we all, when you, when you and I talk about the show, we end up talking about the same thing. You know, some of the shit that made us just go bananas that we laughed our head off. Yeah. And I bring that up with JR. And he's looking at me like, hmm, what, what, what when was that? What do you mean, when was that? <laughs> Who cares when it was? <laughs> so he forgets everything. So he forgets is he, everything. Is he, the, is he the oldest of the three of us, or are you? No, no, I am, I think. he's okay. He might be 50, 56, 57, okay. something like that. I'm 59. Uh, but anyway, it was great to re- rehash. I, uh, like I say, I had a great, I had a great 10 days. Um, so I'm back at home. Um, uh, top of mind for me, I just came from the restaurant with my wife. We had a nice lunch. And I've noticed this trend. Um, maybe it's not the trend. I think it is, though, where waitresses are constantly saying when the bill comes, they say, do you want separate bills or just one? And and so my immediate thought was, well, maybe that's like a politically correct thing, right? You know, it, it's a bit sexist to assume that, you know, one side or the other might be automatically paying for it. 
But I think it might be also that they're assuming that my wife is so far out of my league. <laughs> Maybe. There's no, cha- there's no chance we could be on a date or or be or married the other way or something around, like that. Maybe well, the other maybe, way around, you know. Maybe, maybe, but I yeah. kind of doubt it. I kind of doubt it. Here's what I do when they say that. I went down to see my uh, my sister Megan. Of course, you know, has got a, got a band coming out with a new CD. She's got nice. all the songs done, got to record them. And her husband's a drummer in her band, but he also plays some other gigs. So we went down to see him. By the way, uh, if you go down, it, it happened on the, the, not last night, the night before, between Banks Street and O'Connor. On Somerset, they shut it down. Mm-hmm. There's a group of restaurants in there that have, as I understand it, have their own little business association. So it was party on the street. Cool. It was, and I'm telling you what, Stevie, with COVID, so we went down to watch Mike play this gig. He's in the middle of the street with two other guys, a little trio that they're playing, uh, Meg's husband and uh, drummer. And people were people were walking along the street, Steve, like 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 it was Christmas, just just beaming, smiling, going. Oh my God, I can't believe this is back, you know? Yeah. Um, a- anyway, um, yeah, check it out. Yeah, check it out. It's on, it's on, the, it's on the weekends. Um, and the question I have that is, are, are we really back? Because I keep, like, well, it's almost, it's like people are, you know, I, I keep thinking, okay, I'm double vaccinated. I've done everything they've asked me to do for a year and a half. And I still see these news stories about, uh, be careful, you know? Delta. Oh yeah. yeah uh, even yeah, if yeah. you got the vaccination, you could still get it. And it's just like right. it's almost like there's this. I've done all I can do. I want to be in that mode of, um, you know, finally we can we can party it up like like you know Mike and everybody did on Saturday at Bank and O'Connor. But I'm just you keep getting reeled back in with these news headlines I, again about be afraid. It's not time to not be afraid. What? Well, the one thing I understand the government's going to do, uh, and and. I, I applaud them, right, to try and make this thing work. Is I, I understand that they might say, okay, if you get sick, that's your doing if you didn't get vaccinated, you know? So anyway, what I was talking about, Stevie, was splitting the bill. That's how this all came up. Right. Where, where they asked you, do you want separate bills? So here's what I do, Stevie. It's a lot of fun. It kind of screws them up. So if there's four of you, okay, two couples, or, or say there's four of you, and the waitress goes, all on one bill or separate bills? And I, I'll say this. It's fun for a minute. Uh, yeah, give us five five bills. Separated five. There's only four of us, Steve. <laughs> so it's kind, of, it's kind of fun. I like it. And they're all confused. Is one in the bathroom? Yeah. What's happening here? Yeah, what's, what do you mean five? I can't do that. I can't do the math of four. Seven, never mind five. It's a mess. And you know what? I, I, um, the messiest story in sports right now is this Evander Kane thing. I don't know if you've read about it at all. I sure did. But Evander Kane of the San Jose Sharks, um, he, there's an investigation that the NHL has now launched after his wife got online on Instagram and basically accused him of gambling on NHL games. And the, that prompted a big back and forth, a full-on denial from Evander Kane suggesting that she's not well and then her coming back with a whole bunch of stuff. I don't want the whole thing to get gratuitous, get into this sort of salacious mode. It is a serious allegation about gambling in the NHL, but a lot of back and forth getting super personal about Evander Kane um, and his habits uh, outside of his marriage, outside of the NHL arena. It's, um, like I say, pretty salacious stuff. Right. Uh, what were your What was your reaction to it? 
Yeah, here's my reaction. Uh, I I think when there's smoke, there's fire. Uh, you know, as I understand, there were a couple of factual statements about casinos suing him mm-hmm. uh, that I read. I, I'm I'm assuming that's correct. I think back in 2019, he he owed half a million bucks or something and didn't pay his tab, and they had to sue him to get the money. Whether he paid it up or not, I don't know. Uh, but but even even for the sake of discussion here, let let's assume he did. Okay, let's assume he did. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's got his shit, so to speak, Steve, as they say. He's got his skeleton, okay? Uh, we all do, Steve. Everyone's got a little something that uh, we, don't wanna, we, we, we don't want to speak about. Uh, we don't want to have to deal with it. Uh, we deal with it in our own way, whatever, whatever it is. Everywhere from minor to, to serious, very serious. Um, I, I think it's, you know, it's a private matter. Okay, as much as we like to to react to it, to hear about it, uh, to treat it like a car accident where you can't look away uh, when it does happen. But but in the big picture, Evander Kane has got some issues, allegedly. Okay, for her to go public with that, Steve, uh, I think is is wrong on every single level. There's not one there's not one argument there that someone can tell me she should have done that. Okay, I've I've. You know, I've 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 heard it all before. I've heard it all before about you know people going public with stuff like that. It, it, you know, I I think she should never do that. Uh, do I think it's unfair? Um, it's not a question of it being unfair. It's a question of it being private, being private. And for her to for her to launch in there and say why why isn't the NH two or three of her statements that I saw and then my my Twitter went down, but. You know why isn't the, why, why is the NHL why is the commissioner why is the head office of the league allowing this guy to bet on games and and uh, yeah I, I don't waver from that at all Steve I think it's dead ass wrong I don't think she should have done that what to do about Evander Kane time will tell allow me to jump in then and uh, I would say that I agree with and that's why I randomly when I presented the story just now I kind of randomly just threw it out there. There's a lot of salacious details that have gone back and forth in in social media, and I agree. You know, a lot of that stuff probably shouldn't be out there. Um, but what sparked all this, without knowing any details on what may have happened to lead up to her deciding to do this on social media and put this information out there, I think there are things that a man can do in a marriage that could provoke this sort of thing. I don't know that Evander Kane crossed that line or not. And without having that information, I'm not going to have judgment on either side in this story. There were accusations that, you know, there was absolutely no child support, for example. Um, and maybe she felt like this was her only route. She felt desperate enough that unless I do something that's going to get the world's attention, and certainly gambling on games in a professional league would get that attention. But I feel like there's absolutely things that a man can do that would justify what Evander Kane's wife did. Well, I'm 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 still a firm no about right. you going public, going on Facebook, going on Twitter, any level of media, radio, TV, newspaper, magazines, all, all that stuff. Um, whatever your issue is, whatever your issue is, um, I am assuming Steve, without them saying that they're not together anymore. <laughs> I'm guessing. There, oh yeah, there was one. I saw one. I saw one letter, very the most terse, cold letter you've ever seen. Basically remind it was and i don't know if it's an actual letter it might have been a made-up letter but they're uh 
you know, she put it out there on social media. It was a letter she says was from Evander Kane and it sounded like it was written by a lawyer, you know, dear miss whoever, you know, and, and going on about, I expect you to put the key to our house uh, underneath the, the mat so that the real estate agent can get it. Uh, I'm going to be visiting our daughter on this date and this date. And I expect that is not going to change. It was so cold and clinical. There's no chance they're still together. Yeah. Here's the really odd thing, Steve, why, why we're, we're human nature is a little effed up. Okay. So, so when someone, when someone says something negative about someone else in, in this thing, a pretty powerful negative. Okay. When Evander Kane's wife comes out and says, slash, 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 slash. Okay. Right for the throat, Stevie, right for the throat is a lot of people agree with it. Right. You'll hear a lot of people taking this guy down. Oh boy, he better do this. And what a way to treat him, a deadbeat dad and a slug for not paying his debts and, and all that stuff. But when someone, Steve comes on and says something positive about someone, you know, if they came on and go, I just wanted to take this time to let you know that here's what Evander did. You know, he, he, he bought his parents a house. He, he did this for me. He spends an inordinate amount of time. No one ever disagrees with it. Mm-hmm. No one ever says, Oh, I doubt that. You know, I doubt that. Right. So it's, it's kind of this appetite that we have for the negative thing. I don't know. I don't know if I'm making sense there, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We, we love to hook into the negative, but again, I'm a, I'm a firm no of what she did. I'm not a, you know, whatever he did, whatever she did, uh, it, it just doesn't make sense to me that, that you would want to do this publicly because someone's going to step up and go, if you do that again, okay, you do that again, you're, you're going to be, in, you're not only are you going to be in trouble, Stevie, for defamation, if it's wrong, any lawyer would tell her, stop doing that. Stop doing that. I, again, I don't know. I, I don't know what he has put her through or if anything, I don't know anything about this story. I just know two people are both going on social media, serving and volleying accusations. Um, and, I, and I don't know whose side to take at this stage of the game. And that's why I don't want to judge. And by saying that she's wrong is, is in, it, in its own way a judgment that what she has had to endure, whatever that may be, wh- whether it's almost nothing at all or whether it's something we can't even imagine it's so negative, um, I feel like I can't really judge her side of the story and whether or not she did the right thing without knowing all the facts. Without, and, and the only people who really know all the facts at this stage of the game are Evander Kane and his wife. Yeah, I'm not disputing any of the facts, Steve, because we don't know them. Okay, we only know according to her, right? And you're, so I'm not, I, I, I'm not here to say Evander's this or that, or his wife is this and not that, okay, whatever. I'm here disputing, you know, if I'm a judge, okay, or, or, or a mediator or someone in the, you know, in, in this case, you know, it looks like it's, I don't know if it's been to court or not, right? But I'm saying you stop that right now or you will, you will be found uh, guilty of, a, you know, this defamation and you will not receive any compensation that you're seeking. Maybe it has been resolved, Steve. And she's bitter about how it did get resolved. Oh, that's quite possible you as know, well. That, that, not, you know. I just don't think I just don't think I want to go down that road that you're going down by burying her for coming public with it because there may be a damn good reason for it. Or on the other side of the coin, she it may be completely frivolous and uh, you know, Evander Kane has every right to be as upset as he is on the whole thing. I but without knowing that, I'm not going to get mad at anybody for going public with something. Yeah, I am. 
there, there's, there's no reason at all that she should have gone public in my mind with this thing. So I think there might be, but I don't know. I just don't know. Let us take a time out and, uh, and regroup because we had lots of other cool stuff to talk about. Yes. Um, not that that was cool to talk about, to be honest. But uh, <laughs> when we come back, we'll talk about some amazing Olympic stories for Canada. Andre de Grasse, Penny Alexiak. Uh, that's coming up after these words. A lot of people I talk to end up asking me about what coverages should they have for their house. How much do I need? Why would I want that? Hi, I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario. Call or text me at 801-2659. Give me a call. Let's have that talk. And we'll make sure that you have the coverages that you want and that you need. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Reignite your love for driving with a new Ford from Jim K. Ford. Hit the road in a new 2021 model with your choice of the latest innovations available for new Ford vehicles. These are unconventional times right now, but for your comfort, if you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Jim K. Ford will be happy to bring a vehicle to your home or place of work for a demonstration and test drive. Jim K. Ford in Orleans or jimkford.com. And compared to this time last year, the price of a single-family home in Ottawa has skyrocketed. If you're curious to know what your home is worth in a blazing hot market like this, call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team today for a free, no-obligation estimate. You'll be shocked to learn what you could get for your home and what similar homes are going for in this market. Call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team today at glenwalton.com. Sort of bittersweet on the Olympic front, Andre de Grasse ends up with a bronze medal in the men's 100 meters. I mean, it's always pretty damn cool to win a medal. Don't get me wrong, but there's a little bit of, I don't know, a small sense of disappointment because after Usain Bolt called it a career a couple of years ago, he had won three straight Olympic gold medals in the event and not around this year. And Andre de Grasse basically looked like as good a bet as anyone to win it all. He runs a personal best. 9.89, but unfortunately, that was only good today for a bronze medal. Lamont Marcel Jacobs was your winner. First Italian ever to win a gold medal in the men's 100 meters. Seems to be generally the domain of the Americans or the Jamaicans. Canadians, well, twice, I guess we won. And then we had Ben Johnson lose the thing. Donovan Bailey won as well. Fred Curley won the silver today. And Andre DeGrasse finishing up in third i don't know if you had a chance to watch the final but uh pretty exciting stuff and uh unfortunately degrasse is out in the that far lane where you're not really sure what the rest of the guys are doing you know the two guys beside you you know what they're up to but you don't really see the whole race like you do in sort of the middle lanes i don't know if that uh, was an issue here at all but still great performance by degrasse who literally did his best yeah i i'll tell you something about the olympics stevie that that i feel sorry for for athletes like him who's not you know who's, who's a who's a you know, one of the favorites to win the gold. And, you know, we've always said in golf, for example, if you don't win the Masters, um, you know, it's okay. You know, in two weeks from now, there's another major. But the Olympics, man, if you don't do it, it's like, okay, you got you to gotta wait four years before you have another crack at this. So I think it's even more devastating for those. You know, I'm watching these commercials, Steve, on on TV and and these these profiles that they do in these bios. You know, in in whoever the sponsor is, right? There's a bunch of different ones, and and they're they're amazing when you stop and look at what these people have done to try and be an Olympian. Okay, right. it's like I was puking watching one of the workouts that they did in this 30 second ad. You know, from you know they got the sun coming up in the morning and they're out running, and then they got this. You know, they got them at night. You know lifting weights right 
getting the picture here that it's all day, every single day. And when they don't get it, I feel terrible for them because a lot of shit can happen in four years, yeah. you know? I mean, for some of them, the, the, the kind of that middle, middle pack to the fringe athletes, just being at the Olympics is already a big gold medal win effectively. But once you're among the contenders, someone who has a real shot of winning, um, yeah, you want to win a medal. And, and I wonder how some of them feel about it because you are honored and you are feted by your country if you get a medal, but you didn't win. So it's not quite the same, especially if you're like one of the favorites, like Erica Weeby today, she's from Stittsville. She won gold in wrestling four years ago, five years ago now. And she was seen as one of the contenders this time around. And there's all kinds of vignettes leading up to it about winning gold and what it was like to, you know, kind of get back to training after you've already hit the pinnacle and you want to go back to the next Olympics and all that training you talk about, sunrising, and then she loses in the first round. Like, just yeah. <laughs> Olympic dream over immediately. Right, right. So If you want to get a, a sense uh, on a funny level what it's like to be an Olympian uh, or, or what it means to win over placing second or third or fourth or worse, Jerry F- Seinfeld does a very, very funny routine on winning the gold uh, and the other guy getting a silver by, you know, two one-hundredths of a second. I think if I was an Olympic athlete, I would rather come in last than win the silver, if you think about it. You know, you win the gold, you feel good. You win the bronze, you think, well, at least I got something. But you win that silver, that's like, congratulations, you almost won. <laughs> of all the losers, you came in first of that group. <laughs> You're the number one loser. No one lost ahead of you. <laughs> and they don't lose by much. You know, these short races, three hundredths of a second, two hundredths of a second. I don't know how they live with that the rest of their lives. Because you got to tell the story. Everyone wants to hear the story. Wow, congratulations, silver medal. Did you trip? Did you not hear the gun go off? Tell us what It's a hundredth of a second. People say, what was the difference in the, in the margin there? What was it? Well, it was like from now. It was like from now, now to now. Now, now to now. To now. Now. Now, to now. Now. Now, now. Now, now. So the difference is from now to now. Now, 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 yeah. now. Yeah, now, that's now. right. That's Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, and he pushes his head, right? He has his head like this. He goes, he goes like this. Uh, silver medal, gold. Silver, gold. Silver, yeah. gold. Silver, bronze. Fourth, bronze, silver, gold. And then it goes like this. <laughs> Gold medal, famous. Okay, life upside down. Billionaire. Never heard of him. <laughs> That's what I thought was silly, too. I was watching some of the heats for the 100 meters, and uh, there'd be guy, there was one guy, I think he was a French, a French runner, and he was neck and neck with a guy. But like you say, he just sort of leaned his head forward just a little bit. He wasn't any faster. He just leaned his head forward at the sure. end. And so he wins because he leaned his, well, you were just exactly the same speed as the other guy, but it's right. interesting, but it's not, it's, it's a funny sort of headspace because we always think about, okay, I would like to have won the thing. I would like to win gold. Right. There's no question. We also celebrate all three medals. And I think about it with Penny Alexiak, pretty amazing to be 21 and to be the most decorated Canadian Olympian of all time. She's now got seven medals. Um, I think about Brooke Henderson, how her, her accomplishment is unbelievable. The most tour wins by any yeah, right. golfer in history. And she's, I think she's not much older than, than Penny Alexiak, but a tremendous performance by Alexiak to get her seventh. And then I got thinking about it. Well, whose resume would I rather have? Like when we say most decorated, 
I think about her record. It's one gold medal in her career. Then it's three silvers and four bronze. And so she's got the most medals. There's no question right, about that. Right. But would I rather have her resume or Haley Wickenheiser's? Right. Where she had four gold medals and one silver. Not as many medals, but a hell of a lot more glory all in all. Look at guys like Russ Cortnell. Uh, you know, and we tease Russ uh, on the suspendables because he's 16, 17-year guy and never won a Stanley Cup. Okay? And when you when you cut through the the fun and the humor we have about it and the and the zinging each other back and forth about it uh you would you would know that if you listen to any shows you know when you cut through that uh i have always thought in my mind that that that's a big empty spot in that guy's life you know even though he might say no it's you know i had a great life and wife and kids and all that stuff uh in a moment's notice if you know if you caught him what what would he like to have changed right and it's going to be, oh, fuck, I would have loved a Stanley Cup. Yeah. Don't, don't tell anyone. But, but that's creepy, ain't that whispering? I've never done that before. Yeah, don't do that anymore. I would have loved to win a Stanley Cup, Steve. Yeah, it's too low. I, can't, I don't think the listener can even hear you right now. <laughs> but you know what I mean? So, so who's, the most, who's the most decorated, right? This, this guy would say, okay, we, you have a choice, either a, either a Stanley Cup, uh, uh, Russ, or Hall of Fame induction, uh and and winning every award you know the the the, the con smythe and all this other stuff and mvps and all that stuff and uh 12 times runner up in the stanley cup incredible record would, would you do you want all that or do you want a stanley cup right right and it's going to be a stanley cup there are if you, there's something to be said for being at olympic village on four occasions versus one like i hear that things like a big international orgy so yeah, you have to factor it is. that yep. in too, right? So yeah, <laughs> I never thought of that. Or Steve, or backing up to what you said, where that guy who won the, uh, that guy or girl who won the, the the sprint and just just tilted their head a little forward, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Which goes to show you, Steve. Are you ready for the drum roll? Sure. A little extra head, Steve, will get you a long way. That's true. That's a that's a that's a fair point. <laughs> No, you can't laugh at it. You just leave it out there. You just let it sit there and marinate. Or a little marinate. extra head will get yep. you a long way. And he repeated it. Let me just get. I think now I we're sl- back to teak or day, Stevie. Now we we're a, back there. We have a sledgehammer around here somewhere, <laughs> taking something apart the other day. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, I, I mean, I don't mean to, you know, be anything but proud of Penny Alexiak at 21 years of age to have seven Olympic medals. That's pretty amazing. Um, but it, there's certainly off the map. Yeah. yeah. You think about it's just, it's, it's, it's fortunate. Like if you're a swimmer, you have a lot more opportunities for medals too, right? Compared to say a sprinter, for example, or right. so many other sports, swimming, speed skating, gymnastics. You just have, you just have more opportunities to. And so when you're great, um, there's going to be more medals coming your way, but to be 21 and have seven medals more than any other Olympian, uh, a big old tip of the cap today to Penny Oleksiak, uh, one as well to our old colleague, Michael Landsberg, uh, after 40 years. Imagine that, 40 years at TSN, uh, they've decided, uh, well, he's decided. I'm not sure who's decided what. I can't, I never right. know when it comes to, you know, big media and uh, and any employee who's over the age of 50 who makes X amount of dollars, you always kind of go, ooh, I don't know what's going on there exactly. Right. 
But the, the bottom line is Michael Landsberg had a pretty amazing career that goes right back to day one of TSN. There's never been a TSN without Michael Landsberg. He's done so much for mental health. He's a good guy. Had a chance to meet him on a number of occasions. So uh, tip of the cap to him as well as he calls yeah. in a career. You know, when Lowell Green lost his gig, mm-hmm. I said anyone can lose their gig. You know, I just thought Lowell was fantastic. Like him or not. Uh, like him or not, right? But the run he had. So uh, it comes to an end for everybody, Steve. You're right at some point, but it sounds like that. It sounds like he went out on his own terms. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. By the, the, the I read yep. the press release. It, it sounded like it was, but you know, there's two two of my favorite expressions, Stevie, uh, that I love are. Uh, it's amazing what we can accomplish if nobody cares who gets the credit. I love that. I think that's a Claire Drake, an iconic. U of A hockey coach here for years. And the other one is at, at the end of the day, uh, what life is all about, how we influenced others to reach a greater potential. I and, like that. and I, yeah, I love those two. And, and yeah, when, when I look at what Landsberg did, when you read about him uh, and, and this, this role that he played as an advocate for mental health, uh, it, 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 it couldn't have done anything but helped others, you know? So yep. kudos to him, man. I, do you remember, Stevie, I did that show when we were doing the Tigar, I did off the record with Michael Landsberg. I think there's four of you sitting in a, in a, in a row. I forget the setup on stage. There was like four guests and you know, there's always sort of two really good ones, a kind of mediocre and a kind of Jim Jerome throw in. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> and I remember, I remember a guy saying, I said, oh, I was on, on, on off the record. I was on that show off the record. And the guy said, oh, you're the who's the guy on the far right guest. Uh, you were that guy. As that as that sort of third or fourth man in, you're, you're kind of like that that character on Star Trek. It, it quite famously became a thing. Every time they ca- they came up with an away team and they could beam themselves down to the planet, there'd always yeah. be one guy you'd never heard of or seen ever in the entire history of the series that would be part of the away team. You know, there's 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 Kirk, there's Spock, and then there's some guy you've never seen before. And you knew he was going to get sucked into some monstrous tar pit and die right, every right. single time. That's sure. you. That's sure, you. Sure, that was me. That, that was me right there. Oh, you're that guy. Yeah, yeah. I was Albert, and I was that guy on Off the Record. All right. Let's call it a day right there. Good to have you back in, uh, well, normal circumstances once again and uh, off to another Start to a Podcast Week, a more conventional one. Don't forget our website is stevewproject.com. If you have any questions at all about the show, you can uh, have them answered at that website, including an opportunity to be a Patreon member of the show and help the show keep a rolling on. James, enjoy your day, and we shall talk to you next time. Good night, everybody. We'll see you. Thanks for being with us on the SWP. Please subscribe today and share the show with your friends and followers. We're at stevewproject.com.